0: All right, it is the sports mashup number 55, March 16th, middle of March, busy uh, week in the world of sports, whether it's the NCAA tournament or the NFL free agency period or the NHL trade deadline or the MLB finally figuring it out. Uh, There's a lot going on. We'll start in the NBA short on the NBA here. Uh, Kyrie Irving continues to dominate and still only play in road games, despite the fact that he's sitting courtside without a mask on and going in the locker room, the Nets get fined at home. So he's sitting courtside at the game, and they get in trouble for it. But uh, 60 points last night, they blow out the magic. Uh he was mock- up
1: at the ACC tournament without a mask on as well.
0: Yeah, and I don't – the only reason that we say without a mask is just because he's unvaccinated, so he's like the devil or something, right? Even though there's really no difference between the two uh, overall at this point, but whatever. Um, no, and I mean – just because we're
1: on it, and we get to baseball, I mean, they said the same thing. Opposing teams coming into New York don't have to be vaccinated, but
0: MLB, I, they have to be vaccinated to play there. Yeah, Yankees and Mets players do. I, I have to think that with the weather changing, they're gonna they're gonna change that because it's gonna be really hot, and there's not gonna be there's gonna be hardly any spread of it in the summer as it's been that way the last couple of years. Yeah, but do they wait till after the NBA is over, so then they can't say they did it for Kyrie? I don't think. I think they'll do it in the playoffs. I think if they're going to do it at all, I think it'd be in the playoffs. And if not, then maybe they do it in like late June, which would be a slap in the face to Kyrie, I guess. But and the weird thing about this is Kyrie's clearly like politically aligned with all these people that are in favor of the mandate, so it's a bit weird. But uh, no defense being played in the NBA right now.
1: And that was a Brooklyn record for most points. Yeah, and the magic just are horrible. And then Carl Anthony Towns, he dropped 60 as well with 17 boards and a shootout win over the Spurs. And he had, I think, was it 34 points in the third quarter?
0: Yeah, he had 50 after the third quarter,
1: so. No, I think <clears> he only scored four in the fourth.
0: Yeah, so he was at.
1: He had 24, I think, in the first half and then 34 in the second
0: or the third quarter, so he's at fifty six, going into the fourth. Yeah, pretty dominant. Um, all right, let's shift to the NFL. Uh, we knew this would. We knew that Amari Cooper would not be a part of the Cowboys, but they did end up getting a trade for him. They traded him to the Cleveland Browns for I think it was a fifth or something. Which people are like, how did they get Amari Cooper for fifth? Well, number one, production has not been as good as it should be. Number two, his contract is absurd. Was so, it for a fifth or was it a fifth and a sixth? I think it was I think it was Amari Cooper and a sixth for a fifth and a sixth or something like that. I think there's picks going both ways, but uh who's gonna be the quarterback throwing to him, I think is the big question. Um, and then they, they released Jarvis Landry. Yeah. And then they also well on the other side of the trade, the Cowboys extending Michael Gallup. Which, which we knew if we knew once they happened. were
1: once they were getting rid of Cooper, they were re-upping him yeah i think this is a
0: smart move because you really don't want to have that much money invested in the receiving core because you know cd lamb's going to get paid very soon Uh and the Gallup deals somewhat reasonable i think they have a fine one-two punch um i don't think the ezekiel elliott contract lasts that much longer there but we'll see what happens uh let's move down to the deshaun and watson thing has anybody went anywhere yet with um tony pollard has he gone anywhere I haven't seen anything about Pollard. No, I don't really. I don't think the running back market's been very, you know, non-active, inactive. I guess is the word, but uh, I think that's kind of how it is usually with the running backs that make more money. Like there's smaller level running backs who have shorter and smaller deals that have gotten deals done, but not. I haven't seen anything on Pollard. Um, so Deshaun Watson cleared, ready to go. I think there's still a chance the NFL suspends him. <clears throat> if you look back to a similar situation, which was the Ben Roethlisberger situation way back in the day, I believe he got a six game suspension that was then down to a four game suspension. So I think there's a chance Deshaun Watson is suspended despite the fact that he's not facing any legal repercussions at this point.
1: Or do they do it where they said since he didn't play all of last
0: year, those were his suspension games? So those count to his suspension. I think the NFL cares so much about their image that they will suspend him for a certain amount of games. I don't know how many, but I think that that's yeah, probably what that was a,
1: You know, that could be a question where wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it where they're like, "Oh, well, you didn't play in 17 games or 16 games last year. We'll count your suspension towards that."
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um, so he met with New Orleans. He met with Carolina. He met with Cleveland yesterday. Meeting with Atlanta today. Uh, if I had to guess where he ends up, it certainly feels like Carolina wants him the most, and but I think Cleveland makes sense.
1: Atlanta's weird because they just restructured Matt Ryan's contracts. So I don't know why they would, unless they're going to trade Watson for Ryan.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I Matt Ryan, you know where I think it makes sense for them to trade Matt Ryan? Well, I mean, you just restructured
1: I think- his deal, so... Why right. would you be in talks with Watson then, unless you want to you're in trading quarterback for quarterback?
0: Well, I don't. Th- Here's what I think happens. Okay, I think the Texans are going to roll with Davis Mills or draft a guy. I think if Cleveland gets Watson, they trade Mayfield to Indianapolis. If Atlanta gets Watson, they trade Ryan to Indianapolis. That's my guess.
1: And
0: well, whoever goes to Atlanta, they don't have much left.
1: No, because Ridley's going to be gone. Ridley's out for the year. Russell Gage is pretty good. I think he's still there. No, he just signed a three-year deal with the Bucks.
0: All right. Uh, Yesterday, I think. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is there. That's all I got. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. I think you write it out with Matt Ryan and get a new quarterback in there and rebuild the team.
1: Yeah, I think you draft a guy unless they have someone on their depth chart now, but you draft a guy and – yeah. Sitting behind Matt Ryan for a year or two. However, whatever's left on Matt Ryan's deal.
0: Yeah, I think Cleveland or Carolina would be. I guess I don't see New Orleans, but I guess crazier things have happened. Um Wait, so, what if famous Jameis just ends up in Indy? That's possible, I guess. Uh sure feels like it's gonna be, you know, Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G or Jameis in, in I, Indianapolis. I feel like
1: the Colts could even get a steal and um uh oh, who's the Chargers backup? Chase Daniels. Yeah, they, could, they could I mean, even get him. I mean, I'm saying they just get him for a cheap price. He's a game manager. He played for Andy Reid um, when he was drafted by the Chiefs. Then went and sat behind Drew Brees for years, and then has been out in L.A.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting one. Um, let's. He's see. not a name that's really thrown out there, but he's made some tough money. look though. It's a tough look to move on from Wentz and then have that.
1: Yeah, I'm just but you they want a game manager. They've got one of the best running backs in the league, the best one of the best line in the league, especially if they get Armstead or somebody to be their new left tackle since Fisher left.
0: What if they do what they did with Phillip Rivers, which was Matt Ryan? I mean, I know the contract's not great, but I don't think they their salary caps that messed up right now. And also they made the playoffs with Phillip Rivers. They didn't make it with Carson Wentz.
1: Yeah. I was getting and- if they could get Armstead at a a good price, like a hefty price, and they could take Chase Daniels, knowing they're going to get him cheaper than they're going to get a big name quarterback.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. If he came in and played. He's played good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they'll do, but that'll be three quarterbacks in three years, or four. I think four quarterbacks in four years for Frank Reich because they had Rivers one year and Wentz uh, one year, and um, yeah. yeah, before that the. Uh Brissett. Yeah, Jacoby. Yeah, so not a not a very good situation with the quarterbacks there. Uh Rogers, Aaron Rodgers deal essentially three years, 150 million. He was counting twenty eight percent against the cap. They fixed that, it's now thirteen percent. Uh essentially a three year deal. So I think he'll retire there. So just um, a year, a year and fifty mil less than what they originally
1: said it was well, gonna be.
0: I think overall the terms are a little longer than this, but essentially if you look at all the numbers in it, it's pretty much a three-year 150. But um, Devontae Adams says he won't play in the franchise tag. Sides are not close to an extension. I'm not that worried about this. I think that it will eventually get figured out. Um, They're trying to kind of re-sign other guys right now and figure out the cap situation, so we'll see where this goes. I mean, I feel a lot better about the Adams situation with Rodgers 100% being back because if they couldn't figure out a deal with Adams and Rogers was not back, you have a real problem. But I have a feeling Adams will be back and playing. I don't see. And even in the franchise, he's going to make, 20. what is it?
1: He makes uh, the average of the top five
0: receivers. It's 20, it's 20 mil. And deals like Christian Kirk is screwing over Green yeah. Bay in this situation. And
1: I saw there was, a, what was it? Chavon Diggs, or not Chavon Diggs, um,
0: Stefan Diggs,
1: no, it was two.
0: Oh, Darius, Darius Slay and Yeah, uh,
1: Darius Slay and Jalen Ramsey. Darius Slay yeah. said something like, Maybe I should quit backpedaling and go on the other side of the field. Yeah, and Ryan's like, Yeah, these guys are making more than us. And he, I mean, Kirk's deal is he went from wide receiver three to getting paid wide receiver one money.
0: Well, the Jaguars are doing what bad teams do, which is just spending stupidly. Because half half or three-fourths of those guys will be cut within two years. The only so, thing that Jags are really looking forward to is they get ETN back. And they don't have to deal with Urban Meyer anymore. I think that's good for them. Um, and also, I think Darius Slay said Devontae's definitely going to want 30 mil per year now, which, I mean, yeah, the DeAndre Hopkins deal was BS for the Packers, and so is Christian Kirk's deal. Because he's better than both of those guys. He should make more than those guys. I think they'll figure it out, but I don't know. Um, Uh, but Tom Brady's back in the NFL. Yeah, I didn't, I, I thought there was a chance this would happen. I didn't, I don't love the fact that he tried to steal the thunder of selection Sunday, a little disappointed there from Tom, but, uh, this pretty much makes the, the NFC, depending on what happens with Watson, I guess, a three horse race, right? Green Bay, LA, Tampa, probably. I mean, I think, I still think Dallas and like San Francisco and, um, a couple other teams are like in a, the next year. I think Green Bay, Tampa, LA are by themselves. Yeah, I
1: think. and if, if I knew it was going to happen. Like we talked about last week, Ryan Jensen, where he would go once Brady's said he's coming back. Jensen instantly resigned.
0: Yeah, they do lose Marpet though. He's not coming back. Um, no, they did. The, they resigned. Who who didn't one of those guys leave go to Cincinnati? Who is that?
1: Uh, I'm. Kappa? He's,
0: yeah, but they
1: re-signed one of their other, Stenny.
0: They re Carlton Davis, too, right?
1: hmm And they got rid of uh, Whitehead. He's with the Jets, yeah. But they still have Donovan Smith and Tristan Wirfs.
0: Yeah, they'll be fine at tackle for sure.
1: Like, the big thing is Chris Godwin's timeline when he's back, because then if you have Evans, Godwin, and Russell Gage, and then I'm assuming Gronk's going to come back.
0: Yeah, I would assume that the Gronk will be. Their big back.
1: thing now is um I think Fournette.
0: Yeah, I mean big piece for sure. Um let's see, other notable moves here. Uh Khalil Mac trade, Bears trade, Khalil Mac to the Chargers. That's a big one. Yeah, now you got Bosa um, and Mac both coming at you. Yep. And then obviously the um who the hell, uh, the Raiders signing Chandler Jones, a big deal uh, there. I, didn't
1: see that. I did see they released uh, Carl Nassim.
0: Yeah, they also traded uh, Yannick, Inga- Yannick Ngakwe to the Indianapolis Colts, I believe. Um, the Falcons are meeting with Jarvis Landry. Zadarius Smith back to the Baltimore Ravens. He left the Ravens to go to Green Bay. Two good seasons in Green Bay. People are saying, oh, the Packers are going to be terrible without him. Did they watch the Packers this season? He played the first game and the last game, and they went thirteen and two in between that. So, or thirteen and three, I guess, in between that. So I'm not. They're fine there uh, without Zadarius. Good player. Happy for him to get back in Baltimore, but Packers were not bringing him back no matter what. The the contract was just too big. Uh, Julio Jones released. We'll see what happen was, happens with him. I didn't see that either. Um, the Raiders releasing Nick. Kwetkowski, linebacker, former Bear, I believe. And um, where does where does Julio go? I mean, not Green Bay. I'll tell you that. People are saying he should go to Green Bay so he can play with Rogers. Not happening. No, I feel like but, he's
1: got, he's got to go to a contender. He's not going to go to Miami or somewhere.
0: Well, the if if uh, if. Julio Jones went to Green Bay. The three games he would play there out of the entire season would be awesome, for sure. Uh, Packers are Dave. Packers extended Devondre Campbell, All-Pro inside linebacker last season, five years, fifty mil. They're also trying to extend Rasul Douglas as well. Cornerback breakout season. Steelers signed Trubisky to a two-year deal. Yeah, love that deal. Steelers Super Bowl odds went from fifty-five to one to seventy to one. That's BS. Trubisky's a stud. The bucks went from plus or plus twenty hundred to plus seven hundred. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's not surprising. Uh, Tyra Taylor
1: signed to be the backup in New York for the Giants.
0: Um, let's see. Jeff Gladney, who had legal issues, I think he was a first round pick by the Vikings, signed with Arizona. Cameron Brait restructured contract. Same with the Browns also
1: released Hooper.
0: Yep, one year after making him the highest-paid tight end in the league, gone. Marcus May to the Saints, safety. Marcus Williams, safety, former Saint, to the Ravens. Um, The Chandler Jones deal is three years, 51 mil with with, uh, Vegas. Um, It was uh, Ngakwe to the Colts in a trade that includes Rocky Asin, the corner, so – I like that deal for uh, Vegas after they signed Chandler Jones. That just makes the Colts' defense look that much better. Uh, in Wosu, solid outside linebacker from the Chargers, going to Seattle, two-year deal. Um, let me see here, a couple more that we can find that are important. Uh, the, the whole Randy Gregory thing where he had an agreement with Dallas. Dallas tried to change something at the last second. He said F off, went to Denver. Um the, didn't the, uh, did the did the Patriots trade to Tampa? Shaq Mason was it? No, I don't know. I think Shaq Mason got traded to Tampa.
1: Has J.C. Um, Jackson went anywhere yet?
0: Yeah, uh Chargers, yeah. Uh it was Shaq Mason who's a very solid offensive lineman to Tampa for a fifth round pick. Oh, that, that filled out, their,
1: their that filled their that was the one who filled their vacant guard spot.
0: Yeah, so their line's perfectly intact again, and I think Marpet's better than Mason, but Mason's good.
1: Yeah, Marpet was also brought in as a center, though, and was moved to guard. Yeah.
0: All right, I think that's 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 good on the uh, the NFL free agency. Certainly, there'll be more to come. Some more dominoes to fall, uh, for sure. Um, let's do the golf this yeah. week. The players' championship last week, I mean, rough. They had what a day
1: and a half rain outs,
0: yeah. It didn't until Monday. They finished third round on Monday and then the rest of it later that day as well.
1: Um, winner was Cameron Smith won 3.6 mil, shot 13 under. I mean, his career, I think the the rain killed Tommy Fleetwood's momentum. He shot six under and then didn't get a play for a day and a half.
0: There's always this week. That's why I picked later, so spoiler alert.
1: Uh, yeah, this week uh, we had the Valspar Championship, uh, defending champion Sam Burns, uh, at the Ennisbrook Resort, Copperhead Course in Palm Harbor, Florida.
0: All right. Uh, Major League Baseball finally figured it out. The lockout is over. The deal is reached. Um, you know, I hate baseball, but now I, I like it again somewhat, so I'm back. Uh, the we'll just go over the stupid terms of the deal that doesn't really affect anybody in the general public. But uh, the CBT threshold, which is a collective bargaining tax, $230 million in 2023. It peaks at two forty four in the final year of the CBA, which is it's a five-year deal. Uh, this is a big part of it. Uh, the penalty tier, they introduced a new tier. It starts at $60 million past the threshold, which is pretty much the Steve Cohen tax because he's worth $14 billion. And he can do whatever he wants, the Mets owner. Uh, minimum salary seven hundred thousand, peaks at seven hundred eighty thousand. The final year, I believe, the minimum salary was like six hundred or five fifty or something before this. Um, so they got that up. Pre-arbitration bonus pool fifty million. Don't know what that means, but obviously the players got it higher. I think the owners were like twenty or thirty there for a little bit. Uh, postseason format twelve teams and the final. Five- I know like the MLB was trying to get us to fourteen, and the players.
1: Union was the ones who were like totally against it and made it 12.
0: Yeah, I think 14 and the argument against it, I agree with the players, is that you could have,
1: yeah, you wouldn't have to pay to, you could have an 80 win season and make the playoffs. Yeah,
0: that, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I just, I agree with the players on that. Uh, First six teams will be determined via lottery in the draft now. I think that's a nice addition, even though I'd like to see it kind of be. Let's see, you got 12 teams in the playoffs, 18 not making it. What about, like, 12 teams in the lottery? I don't know. Make it a little bit more exciting. Like, the worst team that's going to get the number one pick is going to be, like, a 75-win team. It's kind of dumb. Yeah. It's more fun when you have a different – like, the Pelicans getting Zion. I know it hasn't worked out, but Pelicans were expected to get the number one pick that night. Hey, he's supposed to be coming back soon. Uh, What else? They
1: made, what, the – Pitch, um,
0: pitch clock, pitch clock. Yeah, that's I think a lot of those things are coming into effect 2023, like no shift in 2023. Last year, the shift is this year, you'll have uh, no extra, DH for DH the NL is in the NL, so that is the universal DH is in place for this season, um, and beyond. Um, you also had the uh, uh, what the hell is I thinking of the extra inning runner. It's I've no, no longer league. they're they it's not it wasn't in the CBA but they were talking about renegotiating it and maybe having it stick around. I don't know if that's gonna happen. I kind of hope that it doesn't, but I also don't hate it so I'm kind of indifferent on that whole that whole rule um but yeah I mean now
1: that
0: they're yeah. back to nine nine in games I don't
1: uh, maybe yeah, I don't know I mean I mean if they maybe put it in like if a game gets like the 11th to it.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's do Major League but, Baseball. But,
1: like I was talking to a buddy Thursday when we were talking about the whole DH
0: and everything. I wish
1: they would have got this done, or at least that part done earlier, so when you were able to sign people from the end of the offseason last year, like they would have known, like the
0: NL teams would have known that they could have went after somebody just to be their I DH. Think, I think they had an idea of it, though. Like I think everybody's known for a while this is going to happen eventually. Yeah, but I mean, then the lockout would happen where you couldn't talk to anybody and couldn't make, just couldn't sign. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's look at some signings and trades. Quick rundown of some notable signings Andrew McCutcheon to Milwaukee, Adam Adevino to the Mets, Brad Hand to the Phillies, Nelson Cruz to Washington. That's a one year, $15 million deal for Cruz. Pretty much the biggest DH domino to go to the NL. Uh, Clayton Kershaw returning to the Dodgers, Joe Kelly to the White Sox, Carlos Rodon. To the Giants, two years, 44 mil. Lefty, if he can stay healthy, great signing. Andrelton Simmons to the Cubs, one year, four mil. Former Cub Anthony Rizzo back to the Yankees, two years, 32 mil. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, four years, 73 mil with the Phillies. And then Seiya Suzuki, if that's how you pronounce his name, five years, 85 mil, the next HRO because of his last name. So,
1: And then wh- – Carlos Martinez signed a minor league deal with the Giants, right?
0: I thought it was like 8 mil. Might be a legit deal.
1: I think at first they came out and said it was a minor league deal, but. I don't know. Uh,
0: Trades, the Reds have given up trying. Uh, They traded Eugenio Suarez, Jesse Winker, the Mariners, for a couple guys and a couple prospects. Uh, The Braves traded Christian Pash, three prospects, to Oakland for Matt Olson. Olsen, eight-year, $168 million extension, meaning Freddie Freeman done in Atlanta. Uh, Yankees make a puzzling trade. Gary Sanchez and Gio Rochelle to the twins for Josh Donaldson, who overpaid, washed up, I think would be two ways to describe him. Uh, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, ring a bell, huh? Shortstop stud for the Rangers, allegedly. Um, Chris, uh, who, who, okay, I messed up the name on that one. Ben Roortvert, catcher. Going to the Yankees as well. Stud, I'm sure. Twins get Sonny Gray. Once again, Reds have given up trying. Reds also traded Mira Garrett to the Royals for Mike Minor and Cash. I mean, I don't know what the Reds are doing. I think the Reds, the Reds have decided to stop going after the other three teams in the division, and they decided to create a sick rivalry with the Pirates to see who loses more games. <laughs> I think would probably be the idea there. Oh, uh, the Mets get Chris Bassett from the A's for two ML or two minor league pitchers. And then the Blue Jays acquire uh, Matt Chapman. The A's also giving up trying. Yeah, I was going to say, the A's are doing the same thing. Yeah. Olson, Bassett, Chapman. They're going to also trade Frankie Montes and Sean Minaya as well, two pitchers. So it's over for them. Uh, and that's embarrassing, too, because their owner is super rich. I know every owner is rich, but the, John Fisher, I think is his name, has a lot of money, and it's not trying. So. That's embarrassing. Uh all right. NHL real quick, a couple of trades. Avalanche, two trades. They trade for Ducks defenseman Josh Manson. And they uh made a swap in their division with Minnesota. Uh Tyson Joe's to the wild Nico Sturm to the Avalanche. Um, you know, not any. I I, I don't really think there's any significance for Colorado I mean they're gonna keep going after guys Claude Giroux a guy they could get other defensemen Jacob Chikrin I doubt it
1: you know they're the best team in the league I saw an article
0: about the
1: Bruins should try getting Chara back for the playoff run
0: uh I don't I mean the Islanders suck so why not right yeah but then it's like what are you giving for him an eighth round pick which doesn't exist because he has no trade value at all, I think, would probably be the the pick you give up. I mean that would have to be like a Debrusque for
1: Chara and a prospect or something.
0: I I wouldn't trade Debrusque for Chara. No, that's what I'm just like you'd have to be getting a lot from the islanders. I would, I would trade Debrusque for Chara and like a second and a third because the trade value there is completely different. Yeah. I don't think DeBrusque is a Barry Trotz guy. Like, I don't think he's. I don't think he, he's like a Brock Nelson or a Josh Bailey. I don't think he's that type of guy. I don't think they would want him. I don't know. Uh, all right, what are we doing now? Uh, college hoops. Might as well throw them on. Huh? All right, I'm putting them on. Guest, special guest, uh, special he- guest.
1: Co-host of the Illinois Basketball Podcast, Mr. Tyler Bramley.
2: I didn't sleep through this one, guys. Look at me. (laughs) Thanks for having me on.
0: All right. What are we doing first? Uh, Fields of 68, your thoughts on all 68 teams. Go.
1: Well, I mean, any teams that you thought should have been in that didn't get in? Um, Other than than Texas A&M? I don't think Texas Texas A&M should have been in. in.
0: That's the thing. You Uh can't lose a billion games in a row in the SEC and think you're going to get in. And just you also can't notionally sure just because you made it to the SEC championship. I think the committee showed that they do not care about Saturday or Sunday. Okay? I don't
2: I don't think they care about
0: the tournament at all, personally.
2: Yeah, honestly. I I mean from from, from what this turned out to be,
0: uh, Iowa won the Big 10 tournament, they get a 5 seed. They probably should have been a 4. Tennessee wins the SEC tournament, they get a 3, they should have been a 2. And Duke loses the ACC championship. They get a two. They should have been a three. So yeah, and and I see.
2: mean, even if you look farther down, I mean, Yale as a fourteen over Delaware. I, I assume that spot was just slated for Princeton, right? I mean, that's that's what they were going with, and they're like, oh, Princeton didn't win. Let's just throw Yale in there. So
0: yeah, I don't think that I think Yale's a fifteen for sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I there's a 16 seed that shouldn't be a 16 seed. I think it's probably Georgia State.
2: I, I think uh, my biggest gripe would probably be Indiana in a playing game and Michigan in the tournament at all. Um, but
0: who are you going to put in over Michigan out of anybody that didn't make it? Uh,
2: whoever was the next one.
0: Dayton. I don't think you can reward Dayton. Dayton. Put Dayton working. in. That's a tough. One. I don't know.
1: There's several that like I mean Notre Dame is number two in the ACC and then they get the playing game.
0: Well I'm the not ACC saying that stinks.
1: they I'm not saying that they should like the play in game
2: Notre Dame was lucky they got in, even, even though they, they got second. Yeah, I wouldn't weak, Dookie. Calm down. I well,
1: hey, I understand <laughs> that, but it's I just don't like like some of the matchups they put in the playing games. Like I think those should be like the eight or nines.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I know there's a there's a fight for, or there's a lot of people that say, you know, the 16 seeds, uh, they they won their conference, they shouldn't have to play in a playing game, um, but but I guess the argument to that is, you know, at least they have a chance to win. You get money for winning, um, yeah. So at least they have a chance to win a game.
1: My, my just like the matchup, the Rutgers Notre Dame one. You have number two in one conference, and the number four is that what Rutgers was a yeah. four, yeah. And they're they're playing
0: game together. Yeah, um, I, the metrics they, for both of those teams are bad.
2: Yeah, they it, and that's the thing. It's it's the overall body of work. I mean, if Rutgers doesn't have the amazing week they had or two weeks it was where they won four against, you know, four ranked teams, um, they probably don't get in. Um, but you know, Indiana, you you could say that they they should have maybe because they beat. Um, who they beat the first game?
0: Uh, Michigan,
2: Michigan, and then they beat Illinois. Um, you know, probably shouldn't have been in uh, the playing game over Michigan, but as far as the other ones, I, I don't, I don't hate them. I mean,
1: I can't. I, just, I, I, three... I don't think
2: Michigan should have been not in a playing game. Honestly,
1: I don't think there should have been three West Coast Conference teams
0: um
2: there was a fight for for four so yeah
0: i mean if 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 santa clara doesn't have an early season struggle or if they didn't kind of fall apart down the stretch or if byu was actually as good as they were supposed to be they're sure. have been for yeah. san francisco deserved to be in i think um, absolutely their metrics are way too good to not be in and also uh the other thing that i'm happy about is xavier not getting rewarded for what they did that's yeah. Xavier lost a billion games in the season, and then they lose a Butler in their first Big East tournament game, and now Travis Steele's gone. So yeah, Sean Miller, welcome back. Wins in the NIT last night. See, see you it. later. <laughs> Sean Miller, back to Xavier. You heard it here yeah. first.
2: Yeah, and I and uh, me and Ethan talked about it a little bit on the NCAA one. Um, having Murray State play San Francisco is uh, an abomination to yep. any mid major that gets in the tournament.
0: Yep. So. I mean, you got to you can't put Miami against like Murray State. Right. Right. Stupid. And they knew what they were doing. The committee. The other thing with the committee with the Michigan thing is they love strength of schedule. Like yeah. Michigan strength of schedule is really, really good. Yep. That's a huge reason why they're not in a playing game.
2: Yeah. And I and I've said it before. I'll say it again. That strength of schedule doesn't matter when you lose 14 of those
0: games. It's a fair point. It's a fair point, <laughs> and and especially the fact that they came out in their first game of the Big Ten tournament and blew a seventeen point lead. Yeah, yeah, True. they got rewarded. I like Ohio game.
1: State as a seven seed just because how up and down they were. Like yeah, yet they beat fair. Duke. They beat Duke in the AC Big Ten tournament, and then lost like the next two games. Won a couple, lost a couple. Yeah,
2: beat Illinois and then went on a Fell terrible, yeah. yeah, terrible run.
1: So I mean so, really they could have been even lower than a seven.
0: Illinois
2: yeah, they, like suck sucked the life out of teams.
0: They were I mean, Ohio State was trending towards like a possible four after they beat Illinois. So the fact yeah. that they ended the season the way they True. did was was pretty bad.
1: I was saying they could I feel they could have been lower than a seven seed.
0: I mean, yeah, I think that there's not really an argument for any I I don't think there's an argument for any eight-seed to be a seven over them though. Maybe. North Carolina, but probably not. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else are we talking about? The first four games. I mean, yeah, we had two last night, which was
1: the Wyoming Indiana game. Yep. Yep. Uh,
2: Wyoming brutal. Yeah, you talk about That's just. Brutal. And the fact that the fact that Indiana didn't win by forty. Yeah, with, with a team when when a point guard has ten turnovers by himself <laughs> and a team barely escapes, uh, it's got to make you think. I mean, I think I think a lot of people were picking St. Mary's to be that five twelve upset. I I think a lot of people might reevaluate that. Um,
0: There's one thing uh, that has to happen for St. Mary's to win that game, and that is Matthias toss to slow TJD down. Yeah. You slow TJD down, you're probably going to beat him. They made two threes last night. Wyoming turned the ball over 19 times. <laughs> they bobbled about 70 rebounds. Yeah. Wyoming played as bad as you could play, and it wasn't yeah. a good start for the Mountain West. Who was the other um, playing last night? Texas Southern beat Corpus Christi. Yeah, which is the much, much worse edition of the 16 versus 16. Tonight should be way better because tonight you have 18 right. versus score. Right. Yep. You get to Peter see Kiss. Peter Kiss. The biggest showboater in the sport. (laughs) And then you have well, I wright state and brian have the two highest scoring duos in the country. So yeah. Makes it a little bit more intriguing Uh, than last night. Which is the the
1: second game is what the Rutgers Notre Dame game?
0: Yeah. 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 Which I think Rutgers kills them, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah.
1: I I think think Ethan
2: has Rutgers by 18 in that
1: game. When I first saw it like the AC standings like the week before the tournament, I'm like, wait. How did they get – how are they the second-best team in this conference? Because, like, when they've had that game against Duke, and they only scored, like, 40 points or whatever, and, like, 15 in the first half. Like, how did
0: any other team get beat by this this team? Yeah. Well, they beat every bad team in the conference, and they beat Miami. So that's kind of how they went 15-5. and five. <laughs> uh, They lost to Duke. They lost to Virginia Tech. They lost to Wake Forest. They lost to Florida State. And then they beat – and you know, by every
2: bad team, you mean everybody but
0: Duke. <laughs> I mean, I think I I don't think North Carolina and Virginia Tech are bad. Yeah, I think yeah. they're in a. I think it's Duke in their own tier, and then I think it's North Carolina, Virginia Tech, and Florida and State then, fell off like they were high. bad. Yeah. yeah, Louisville's a yeah. disaster. I, I don't think Miami's that good. Florida State. What do you expect from LSU?
1: I mean, your head, coach, your, head coach, your head coach is gone.
2: I got them getting beat first round um, in the bracket. I did so.
1: I have Uh, in our picks later. I have Iowa State winning that game.
0: I think I think Iowa State sucks, so I don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. I think Tari Eason is going to absolutely dominate the game for LSU, and I think that LSU has enough guys to make a run. Remember, do
2: you you think they have the play for my coach mentality? um,
0: uh, I don't know. He was suspended a few years ago when they made a bit of a run. Right. So, right. I don't think that it's that big of a factor. I think that they, I, I think that they win their first game at least. This is a team that been very inconsistent. They started out great. They were twelve and zero early. They lost to Auburn, beat Kentucky, beat Tennessee. Um, yeah, I don't think that they'll have too many issues in terms of winning their first game. I don't see. I mean, they made it to the Sweet Sixteen when he was suspended the last time. So, I don't think that that's that. But it is, like I said, the most unpredictable game in the first round is that game. Because Iowa State are they good? I don't think they are, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean,
2: I, I think they were good to start the season. Everybody was really high on them and then they fell off the map.
0: They kind played the Iowa team. about as Iowa well as anybody. Yeah. They suffocated Iowa. And Rutgers and I, Iowa State held Iowa in check. Those are like the only two teams that did that. Right. So I don't know. But uh I don't I, I can't think of any other first round things. I mean the Texas-Virginia Tech matchup is weird to me. I'm starting to love Texas in that game.
1: <laughs> I think Texas is a, a one-point favorite in that.
0: I think Texas is a, a, a 10 seed disguised as a 6 seed, I think. But I also think they're going <laughs> to win. I also think they're going to win. Because everybody thinks they're going to lose. Yeah. And historically, teams that win their conference championship, especially a Virginia Tech <laughs> who's a double-digit seed, not great.
2: I mean, couldn't you have that mentality with every upset pick that everybody's picking, though? Yes. Everybody thinks they're going to lose, so they're going to win. Uh, I guess guess the kind of the biggest storyline that came out today was Devontae Jones being out for Michigan. How does Michigan handle that? Um, I think a lot of people were picking Michigan over Colorado State. Uh, Do do you still feel like Michigan can beat Colorado State without him? I mean, their their guard play's not good, and they're losing, I'd say, their best guard.
0: Makes it harder. I mean, this game, I said a couple days ago, this game's all about Dickinson, though. Because yeah. they're playing David Roddy at the five. Uh, I think Michigan still wins. I think Eli Brooks is yeah, but is can Dickinson
2: enough. score 75?
0: I think I think <laughs> Caleb Houston will do some things. I think he'll make some make some threes. I think Eli Brooks will maybe start to see some shots fall. What, Played well for them in the tournament last year.
2: What I mean, Michigan's record when Houston makes three threes is like what? Fourteen and two, or something. So I guess I mean a big example of that
0: is they went into Indiana and won, and he had a huge game. So yeah, I don't know. Let me let me see how many how many games they lost where he made three threes. So he had three against Indiana in the Big Ten tournament. They lost, right? And that was
2: one of them. I think they were like thirteen and one before that. I don't know. I think Rostin always puts that out.
0: I think that's the only game they lost where he had three Uh, three three threes because he only had two against Illinois. But he was two for three, so yeah. it's a big key. I mean, I, I, the Mountain West scares me now because of what Wyoming did last night. And I know what – the problem that Wyoming had is Hunter Maldonado just isoing on every single possession and then turning it over or missing. Killed them. He's a good player, but, yeah, geez, terrible. Yeah. And then the ref started to foul out like every Wyoming player. <laughs> so, Man, I don't know. Indiana. I don't think Indiana's that good. I don't either. I don't think Um, the Big Ten is that good. This this is the worst nine-bid league of all time.
2: I think if Geronimo doesn't have the game he had um, last night, that Indiana probably doesn't win that. And that would have been a terrible loss with the way Wyoming played.
0: Yeah, I mean, Wyoming played their worst game of the year. Uh, They were in it until, like, the very end. Right, right. Uh, So, What else should we discuss? Who do you like? Let's just go – who do you have
1: getting to the Sweet 16, starting the West?
2: Uh, My Sweet 16, um, Gonzaga, obviously. I, I'll let you guys know now. I don't know if I'm going to be back on this. I have Gonzaga one in it all in every bracket I've filled out, so. Um, I think it's their year. I think Mark Few deserves one, and I think this is probably the best team he's had in a while. I'm not in a while. That was a dumb statement, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) that that will be able to get it done, uh, more all-around team. Um, So I got Gonzaga. I got uh, Vermont, which is a huge uh, upset everybody's picking, so Ethan's probably got Arkansas winning that game. Um, And then I got Texas Tech and Duke. So 113-32.
0: I mean, I I love the must-bus dearly. <laughs> um, I'm very proud to be a part of the must-bus crew, which I thought you were. I love um, the
2: must-bus. Bus. I liked him better when he was in a sling, though. Bring the I sling think,
0: back. I think that they win that game. I think that the must-bus wins that game. Um, I would take Gonzaga in there, obviously. I'm, I like UConn a lot. Yep. I like Texas Tech. I like Duke. Out of the West, so that would be my three or my four from that yeah, uh that Mine region.
1: would be Gonzaga, Duke, and then uh, the only iffy game I have is the Connecticut-Arkansas game. I would probably take Arkansas, and then I'm, I'm putting Alabama in there, just how up and down they play. Like, you don't know what team you're getting out of them, True. and if they play to what they can play like, I think they can get to there.
2: Yeah, and if they don't, they get beat by Notre Dame.
0: I don't think they've played like that against a good team all season except for the Gonzaga game. Yeah, very true. So that's a bit of a problem that you you can't trust them. Uh, Do we go to the east now, bottom left? Yeah, sure.
2: Um, I got uh, Baylor. I'm all chalk here. Baylor, UCLA, Purdue, Kentucky.
0: My official bracket has that too, but I will say North Carolina – wouldn't I be surprised if they Carolina Bayley. yesterday. That was Monday. off the cuff. That was off, off the cuff. Off. Um, okay. Yeah I, I i don't think I don't think Purdue or Kentucky should have any trouble getting there. I think Baylor. Yeah. I'm, I'm most concerned about uh, UCLA. I just after I, making that run last year, I don't trust them as much for some reason.
2: I feel like this is the easiest bracket for for the higher seeds. Um, I mean, just looking at matchups and and stuff like that. Um, I, I feel like this has the best chance to be chalk.
1: Yeah, I do like that Murray State Kentucky matchup. Well, San Francisco might have something to say about that. <laughs> I know. I, True. I mean, Murray State hasn't, the last loss was December 22nd to Auburn.
0: Yeah. True. So, so I mean, I, I mean, would have Khalil Shabazz. I mean, San Francisco. I, n-
1: I would have North Carolina, UCLA, Purdue, and Kentucky. Wow.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if Marquette beat North Your, Carolina, your ACC bias
0: is showing. Oh, that's just one pick. <laughs> Marquette I just has don't think two Baylor, guys that you got to stop.
1: I just yeah. don't think – I mean, I don't think
0: Baylor's as good with – They're they were not. The and year, LJ Cryer's out have. too. LJ right. Cryer's their best scorer, and he's out. And Chamois chapter was already out. Baylor is clearly a vulnerable one. So We're going to see Scott Drew's chops this season because – they do not have a very good like they got a Kim Jo So Chan so I did it, it's a, it's a concern all right south region
2: yeah uh my big 10 bias is going to show right here uh, I got Arizona Illinois Tennessee and Ohio State OSU they might have been on a downward spiral but they're going to have Zed Key back I think uh Kyle Young I think um and uh, I, I think that they're going to be they're going to be a scary seven seed.
0: My anti Big Tenness is showing here. Um, <laughs> I have Arizona, Houston, Tennessee, Villanova. So one, two, three. You got five.
2: Villanova in the championship game still.
0: Yep, Attaboy. I love those guys. So tough. Okay.
2: My daughter, my daughter who doesn't watch college basketball, picked them too. So good work. Good.
0: It's All it's right. it's a genius pick. They're winners. <laughs> I have.
1: I have Arizona, Houston, Tennessee, and Ohio State.
0: Nice. I don't see Ohio State getting past Villanova. I think Villanova is so much better than Ohio State. Because let me just point this out. Who the hell does Ohio State have that's going to do anything against Colin Gillespie? And they have the defenders to guard Liddell and Branham. Justin Moore, Jermaine Samuels, Brandon Slater. They have the length and the bodies to defend those two guys. That's all you got to do against them. You know, the last four no. games I've watched,
1: Villanova Gillespie has played so passive. He turns it up in March. He knows what it is.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Villanova, you're
1: just you're so you're banking on him just turning it up now.
0: They they okay. They have the best the best NCAA tournament coach the last six years. It's Jay okay? Wright. they have winners. They have a point guard who's won yeah. a national
2: hey, championship. But Ethan, what about their depth?
0: I, I don't, I'm been not, been I'm not about concerned about their depth anymore. You know, all year. They should, they won the big East tournament. I had to lay off with the depth <laughs> thing with them. And <laughs> I think they're a team that gets better. I think Ohio state Villanova is such a bad matchup for Ohio state. I could be wrong. Cause I thought that like Ohio state versus other teams have been a bad matchup for the other team. And it's just the other way around. But um, I, Villanova so tough, so tough. I will, I will trust Jay Right. All right. Uh, Midwest.
2: Uh, I got Kansas, Iowa, Iowa State, and Auburn. Wisconsin goes down to Iowa State.
0: So I've kind of changed course on this one. Uh, well, Iowa's been a very popular. You're put. You're putting Donald Wisconsin Goldberg. in there, aren't you? No, nope. you are. Nope. What? More anti Big oh, Ten LSU. this
2: year? LSU, aren't you?
0: This bracket that I have right in front of me has one Big Ten team in the Sweet 16.
2: Well, I mean, that's fair enough. They haven't, haven't really shown up. So
0: Kansas, South Dakota State. That's right. Yeah. How many times has Fran McCaffrey snipped a Sweet 16?
2: How many? Hey, I was, answer me this. How many brackets is Providence just going to bust the crap out of because they, know, yeah. they make a run? Because <laughs> nobody's mean, picking them. Nobody.
0: South Dakota State is like... Just they're gonna win, like I'm so confident in that, but maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but LSU and uh Auburn, so SEC matchup there, LSU beats Wisconsin, so yeah, yeah.
1: I have Kansas, Iowa, Wisconsin, Auburn,
0: Chuck. Well, I guess technically, Iowa, yeah, which is yeah. ridiculous, well, so seven <laughs> which
2: is ridiculous. Yes.
0: Providence being a four. I don't care that they won the Big East regular season. They played less games. That's ridiculous. Uh, what should we do now? Final four national champions? Well, we don't even have to because next week will be –
1: Yeah, you yeah can, but you, you, you can just can want to throw
0: them out there pre-bracket, <laughs> pre-the game starting. I mean, okay, Tyler, who's That's your national, national champion? Gonzaga. I already said it. Okay. Who who are they beating in the national championship? Tennessee. And then Tennessee beats – Kansas. Iowa? Kansas, okay. Who do you and have Gonzaga playing in the Elite Eight?
2: Kentucky. Uh, yep. Gonzaga playing the lead eight, Texas Tech.
0: So you have Texas Tech beating Duke.
2: Because
1: I do too, yeah.
2: Because duck the fookies or whatever it is. Here,
0: Here's my final four. Uh, Texas Tech, Kentucky, Villanova, Auburn. Kentucky beats Villanova. So Gonzaga, go screw. Not in the final four. Nice try.
2: <clears throat> All over
0: Villanova. <laughs> Mark Few's gonna retire and then they're gonna hire Tommy Lloyd. So
2: <laughs> I hope so because Arizona's getting way too many good players. They got two top 30s coming in next year.
0: Well, <clears throat> shout out to Sean Miller. He uh did the dirty work, so to speak. Um mm-hmm. and uh Tommy Lloyd uh, doing the other stuff. Uh here's the games tomorrow. I got per- I got Purdue and
1: Arizona in the final.
0: Okay, this is the last thing I want to do I like on it. this. Who's gonna win in it? uh purdue i hope that doesn't happen um
2: all right also also a pick that my daughter that doesn't watch college basketball picks
1: so. <laughs> you guys are, she you guys are two
2: for two <laughs> well, Who's more trust
1: she, had she had what purdue
0: versus villanova
2: she has purdue nova in the championship
0: and nova winning or purdue winning
2: purdue winning oh boy
0: um Villanova's tougher and better. So <laughs> I just I have
2: Arkansas. Oh, they playing. got like eight guys that can handle ED. Is that what you're going to tell me now too?
0: I don't care about that. Jane Wright will <laughs> game plan for that. The key in that game, the key to beating Purdue is shutting down Stefanovic, and Stefanovic won't be able to walk when he faces Colin Gillespie. True. So nice try there. Um <laughs> That was a good one. Uh So the best window tomorrow, is it the first window, second window, third window, or fourth window? And – um, I don't really want to name all of them because that'll take forever. But
2: <laughs> so, how are we supposed to tell you? What's the best window? Uh, first window, I think that Colorado State Michigan game is, to start it off is great. Uh, I think Providence is going to bust everybody's bracket in that second game, and then I, I th- I'd like to see Amani Bates playing. Uh, you know, we- Memphis. Memphis to lose, yeah, yeah, and then you know the most vulnerable one seed. Line of 16. Could we see
0: history happen again? Hammer the Broncos. That's my choice. Yeah, I would say the the, the last one's pretty good. San Francisco, Murray State, Vermont, Arkansas. Um, Akron, the return of John Gross. Yeah, that's going
2: to be a 40-point game. Can't wait to watch that one.
0: uh, Friday, the clear-cut best window, in my view, is probably the second one, I would say, because you'll have uh, Rutgers or Notre Dame versus Bama. USC Miami's a hard one to pick, and then Virginia Tech, Texas. I think they made it to where the windows kind of suck. Like I think there's a cut like, like the third one, like Arizona's gonna kill whoever they play. Duke's gonna kill Cal State Fullerton. I guess Illinois, Chattanooga, LSU, Iowa State are tough, but I don't know. I have Chattanooga beating Illinois, so
1: maybe they just kind of made the window, so you only gotta you don't gotta switch. Cute.
0: What'd you just say? That bracket that I did, I had Chattanooga. Okay.
2: Because yesterday you had Illinois win. A big no,
0: day. I think Illinois wins. But the bracket that I list, <laughs> I have four brackets there, uh, gotcha. based on different you know numbers and analytics and yeah. stuff. Also have my uh, my team binders down here too for all the analytics, all the numbers. Yes, the metrics. Uh, what are we supposed to do now? Uh, our picks. I don't know. Yeah, I do college basketball so I can get out of here.
1: All right. First. College so, Who you got tomorrow? Yeah. Four games.
2: I don't even know who's playing tomorrow. Give me Colorado <laughs> State. Or is this with or without spreads?
1: Without. Just pick them. Oh,
2: just pick em. Okay. Um, Hold on. I got to see who else is playing.
1: I'll, I'll go with my I wasn't I ready. Took, go I ahead took, if you're ready. Go ahead. I took Colorado State over Michigan. Okay. Memphis over Boise State. UNC over Marquette. And Indiana over St. Mary's.
0: Chris Bryant just signed with the Rockies, by the way. Really? Which is which is Makes hilarious. Like, sense. what is what is he doing, Chris? You're better than this. Does man. he know Trevor
1: Story's gone? Right.
2: Can you say yours again, so I don't pick the same ones?
1: Oh, you can pick the same ones. I I took Colorado yeah. State. So I mean, you already said you were taking that one. Yep. I took Memphis over Boise.
2: Okay.
1: UNC over Marquette, and Indiana over St. Mary's.
2: Okay. Uh I'm going to take the one that everybody's picking: Vermont over Arkansas um give me uh San Diego State over Creighton and my last one give me the spiders over Iowa the Big Ten hangover
0: That seems a little excessive <laughs> um yeah Boise State's beating Memphis uh Yukon's beating New Mexico State no doubt lock it down Murray State beats San Francisco. And uh, I'm going to say that uh, Creighton beats San Diego State. All
1: right. So, Friday, I have Miami over USC, Iowa State over LSU, Michigan State over Davidson, and TCU over Seton Hall.
2: All right. Give me uh, the flying Illini, 2.0. They are now an eight-point favorite. Um, and, And I'll give the eight up. That's fine. I don't care. They're going to win by you ten. Care. Um, give me uh, UAB over Houston because nobody's picking that one. Um, and then I will take uh, I'll take the Horn Frogs over Seton Hall, and then give me Colgate over Wisconsin. Boom!
0: You hate the Big Ten.
2: <laughs> I hate them and love them all at the same time. <laughs> Like, did I want to see Indiana go down yesterday? Yes. Am I happy that the Big Ten won a tournament game? Yes. So,
0: I hope Rutgers gets to the Final Four if any Big Ten team does. That'd be hilarious.
2: Yeah. I agree. Give us yours so I can get out of here before I get yelled at.
0: Whose turn is it mine? All right. Yep. Texas, Virginia Tech, Texas wins. Nice try. Seton Hall beats TCU. UAB beats Houston. LSU beats Iowa State. Don't care that he said Houston that Sweet Sixteen doesn't count.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he picked the wrong bracket, folks. Yeah, he, he, he's he picked the, the, the wrong side. On <laughs> yep. All
1: right,
2: fellas, thanks for having me on. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, see you next week. Possibly, I, we'll see what uh, the schedule's like. So, hit me up. All I'll right, let you know. Later, fellas. Thanks. We'll see you. Yep. See you. See you. All
0: right, so we have the. Uh, I'm trying to edit something here. NBA for tonight. You can go ahead with your uh, NBA and NHL. I'm trying uh, to
1: edit I got the Thunder plus 13 and a half over the Spurs and the Clippers minus 1 over the Raptors. And then hockey for tomorrow I have the Rangers minus 140 over the Islanders and the Blues minus 110 over the
0: Penguins. All right, I like that. Uh, I'm taking the Rangers minus 140 over the Islanders. And then I'm taking the um, the Red Wings plus 165 at the Canucks. And then NBA tonight, Warriors minus two, home against the Celtics. And then I will take Bucks minus eight against the Kings with that. So let's go to the Gulf.
1: Uh, to win, I have Victor Hobbit at plus 900, uh, Louis at plus 1600, and Tommy Fleetwood at plus 5,500.
0: Uh, my winners are Sam Burns plus 1,800, Abraham Anser plus 3,500, Tommy Fleetwood plus 5,500.
1: My top fives
0: are for <clears throat> Evan Kisner at plus 1,400. Pretty
1: and sure. top, top 10 is Colin Morikawa at plus 170.
0: All right. I have uh, Morikawa plus 350, top five. Kepka plus 330, top 10. And that'll do it. I was 5-1 last week. I'm now 370 and 298. I was three and two um, 366 and 295. So all right, that'll do it for us. We'll be back next week. Lots more college hoops to cover other sports happenings, I suppose as well and we'll uh, we'll see you next week for number 56. Deuces.